Hi, here we go again. Hi, Lou. How are you today? Good. Back in our happy spot. Um, I have to say I'm always um, excited to get together just for us to chat in any way. Totally. Um, And then also with the topics that we've got going on, because I actually feel like when we talk about them, it really elevates it in myself. And I feel like I go forth with that topic for at least the rest of the day anyway. And I agree. I agree. And yeah, yeah. It just brings you a different vibration, doesn't it? Totally. Mm. And especially today's topic, which we decided to talk about intuition, which I think is a very, very broad topic, but also um, really cool topic to talk about because I think everybody has experienced intuition in one way or another. Yes. Most people undeniably, you know, Mm. you've always had that feeling of, um, oh, I knew I should have done that or Mm. I knew that about them. My gut was telling me. Yeah. Yeah, it's that sort of um, the inner knowing, Lou. You're always my favourite yeah. um, line of yours, yeah. <laughs> to be guided by the inner knowing. And that is really what intuition is. And I did look up the definition because I know we did the definition last time of sovereignty. Mm. I thought I'd just look it up to see what the really. And the Oxford Dictionary defines intuition as the power or faculty of attaining direct knowledge or without evident rational thought and appearance. Mm. And the second definition, immediate cognition. And I thought it was interesting dictionary even um, specify Yeah. thought that out of manufacture with your ego, um, intuition is it has that immediacy. Mm-hmm. It will just come to you. It's something that comes yeah. to you very strongly and clearly. And I think it's just it happens to everybody all the time. And it's just a matter of recognizing it, yes. uh, recognizing it. And to uh, you know, sometimes the harder part is following it. You know, if it goes against yeah. your rational yeah. mind. So I thought that was actually a really good definition in the the standard dictionary <laughs> I know I was surprised too like if you, you for them to have it there I thought oh this is going to be poo-pooed whatever they say because it's a real strong powerfulness that we have inside us when you tune into it and you harness it like if mm. you want to we're all aware of it really most of us are are have experienced it but to actually then say okay I'm going to jump on this and I'm going to use this as my go-to mm. and it's going to answer some big questions for me and it's going to guide me in a way mm. um, um, it's a real superpower if you want to jump on it and use it. So I was surprised that it wasn't just, nah, no, that doesn't exist. Science above yes. it, you know, saying things on top. And it is just that sense. It's a sense of knowing without knowing why you know. Yes. And it can come from, like, so we were saying, you know, it comes into subconscious ways. So our mm. subconscious mind, 95% of our behaviours and our actions are programmed in our subconscious mind. We don't know why we're doing this, but we just do. But it, it goes beyond that also in, a, in a association with past lives. So we have come here, you know, reincarnations, and we've gathered all this knowledge and, and this wisdom in our past lives that's imprinted on the soul. Mm. So you can be, you know, um, in our lives, you know, we're just growing up, we're here in Australia, we're just moms, we're, you know, getting on with our lives. But you can have this wisdom of, uh, you know, a, a Buddhist monk um, mm. that you've never come across, but you know inside you there's a knowing there, you know, mm. like there's an association with you from that. And it could be from past lives. And mm. the, the imprints that you get on your soul aren't always beneficial, to be honest. Mm. You know, there's mm. points where women, we've had a lot of experience with speaking our truth and 
um, you know, witches burned at the stake in past lives in that sense, where mm. and sometimes, you know, there was a whole era of beheading if people were speaking the truth. Mm. So um, you can have a knowing in you that, oh, there's something in your throat or um, you don't want to say things, but you don't know why, you know, your mm. life's sweet up to now. There's not been any problems, issues, but there's just something inside you and things like mm. that. These big learnings and lessons that we come through with on each life. Mm. are attached to our intu- intuition and also the um the depth of it and the mm. um you know the relationship that we have with it because you can turn your back on it then if you feel that's not benefiting me you know there's something there it's not to say that always intuition is going to guide you for the best results mm. it's just your higher self letting you know that okay this is the lesson let's go with this let's go mm. here this is where mm. you're meant to follow in this lifetime this mm. is your part experience here and um, so it's really how far do you want to go with it how mm. far do you want to tune into it and bring it about in your day-to-day life I think I've been like I've been following my intuition quite strongly for many years and I, it's become such a big part of my life that I actually now feel nervous if I don't follow it I think if I'm if I get some guidance and I sort of um, and I know that it's my intuition, but I go against it for rational reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I I have such um, a depth of experience of of ignoring intuition and, and just seeing how things turn out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and on that. you've got to test it. Yeah, you do. I think it's just a matter of um, honing in and practicing and, and seeing what happens. And I think that's where synchronicity really ties in as well. So I think a huge sort of um, reward for following your intuition is synchronicity or maybe reward's the wrong word, but I think it's a, it's a really good sign that following your intuition is the right thing to do. And mm. when you start to even notice those uh, synchronicities happening in your life, um, you know, you could call it coincidence. Um, I prefer the word synchronicity. I don't think there is such thing as coincidence really. Yeah, I um, agree. Yeah. And so you're sort of in a way through your intuition manifesting your best path because if you follow that, to me, I, I really truly believe um, on a very deep level that you can't go wrong if you follow, you know, what your intuition is telling yes. you to do. Yes. And I think and, if you have that concept, um, it's almost like your higher self is giving you a gold star when you see the synchronicities that you're following the right path. So your higher self is communicating with you. If you look mm. at it on a multi-dimensional level, mm. on the highest timeline, so your higher self's up there on its highest timeline, you're in whatever timeline you're in. And when you follow that intuition and it's it's saying, yes, there you go, ding, like a mm. little you know, point in a video game, get a gold star for getting that. And then you see it again and you get another gold star. Mm. And it's all these little breadcrumbs yes. for you. It's sort of an exciting way to live, actually. It's Isn't sort it? of kind of really <laughs> like, what's makes next? you feel excited to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I know. And why wouldn't you go for it? You know, you can do it. Like, you can really get into it and you could be obsessed with it. But you like everything, you don't want to. You want to have that balance. You want to be back, you know, one foot in this 3D world, but also one foot forward following the plan that you've come to live by. And mm. it's all associated on that bigger sense with our karmic wheel, the lessons mm. that we're here to learn, our mission, mm. our purpose. It can all become a bit clearer when you take advantage of using it mm. day to day. But, and I think you can be playful with it too, though. You know, it's sort of, I think it does... You know, I think you and I often say that often when you have these synchronicities, you now I just kind of laugh when these things Mm. happen because they're so obvious and so clear and it sort of makes makes life exciting in a way. I mean, uh, if you kind of know what I'm talking about, obviously there's the more um, 
you know, more serious side of if you're making really big decisions or um, you're looking for guidance on, yeah, something important to do with, you know, your financial security or your relationship, mm. um, those that can be a bit heavier. But I think even just the small intuitions and synchronicities really make life worth living to me. Yes, I and mean, I think living yes. without it is sort of you're just living in this kind of two-dimensional um, rational, ego-driven, materialistic world. And I, and yeah. that's, I guess, what what you and I, um, you know, we want to share is how to live your life in a spiritual way. And intuition is such a huge, you know, foundation of living that way. Yeah, and it'll sway you into the fun. Like, it'll bring you into the point where, like, I always used to get um, what the term was, earworms, you know, so you have a song that just pops up in your head and you mm. don't know why it's there. And random songs, like, you know, we've all um, collected all these songs over the years in our minds. We've heard every decade. And now I know that that's a that's a message to me, like whatever the lyric is in the song, it would be, um, you know, that Wilson Phillips, hold on. Yeah. One more day. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one to get. I was like, oh, you you are taking the piss here. Yeah. (laughs) Telling me to hold on. Um, But then that's it. You've got to laugh at it. Like you jump in the car, you stick a song, you just stick, you know, random things on. And the music is a big one. Like I think for for me anyway, because I'm really into music. Um, and those earworms that pop up, I know, right, okay, that's something for today. Um, yeah, totally. And also- My friend Amy and I used to always um, say, the ne- this next song's for you. And we'd always change the radio station. We used to do it all the time and it was sort it's of like a funny gag. Yes. In a way, you do get these messages, you know, and yeah. it's, it's interesting, it's fun. I know, and you've got to see it as well. Like I was really, I remember when I first had a big awakening and everything was big and heavy and, oh my God, why are they telling me that? Is it because I need to change this and I need to change that? And I was mm. really jumping to, using my intuition, to jump to these big, heavy um, areas and tangents of my life. But really it can be something like, you've like, go and put the kettle on. Like, you know, mm. Mm. <laughs> a cup of tea and sit Something back. small, yeah. Yeah, it can be tiny. Um, so when you bring it into a relative way of living day to day it doesn't need to be like those big issues like I've even got to the point now because I did like all of us do we have these big areas of our life where it's all ooh, um and even now because of this it's just made me more playful with even all of that I'm like mm. um yeah but the bigger picture you know we're all just here to yes yeah and I used to live that way anyway before all the change in spirituality but it really um then I went through it's like you know you go through up and down and up and down and it all went heavy and I went down like there's no fun and now it's like it is fun it's Mm. playful we're here on this school this earth school to learn and to Mm. yes we've all got lessons because if you can you've got to just learn the lessons and you grow and you expand but intuition, and it just shows you that it's a playfulness and a fun side when you get them little things, you know, like. Yeah, and it, it like, removes the fear, I think, around um, around life in general. I think to know that if you follow your intuition, or even if you don't, to be honest, you will always be supported by mm. the path that you're taking. And there really is nothing to fear. I mean, even the deepest grief or the deepest yeah. um, loss, anything um just is providing that deeper meaning. And I, I think with intuition though and the playfulness, seeing the playfulness, that removes a lot of the fear of those, mm. you know, really heavy parts of life that we avoid or, mm. you know, don't want to go through. So yeah. it's sort of a, it's a nice way to look at things. And I, I also was going to say that I was looking up this, um, the ancient sort of the ancient understanding of the, third eye which is really yes. um where intuition you know has historically and spiritually 
been known to reside, I guess, in that mm-hmm. third eye, which is the um, scientifically or anatomically is the pineal gland in the middle of our head. Mm. And um, actually... A lot of these ancient cultures had a huge awareness of the third eye and it's seen in a lot of their art, um, architecture, um, their symbolism in uh, Freemasonry, theosophy, mm-hmm. um, so many different ancient cultures and historically um, humans have known about this third eye and, and, and placed significance on it um, in terms of spiritual uh, connection, connection to the spiritual realm and yeah. um, you know raising consciousness so it's interesting that there is even kind of an organ attached to it and there is there yeah. has to, yes there and has the, to be the physicality for it it's mm. actually um I was looking into it I did know about the pineal gland but I had another look into it last night and so it is centered in the middle of your head it's a very small organ and its function is largely unknown interestingly even scientifically which I found fascinating. Um, it does regulate melatonin, so the sleep-wake cycles. And I think the reason it was sort of coined the third eye is because of uh, the fact that it does actually moderate light and darkness. So it mm-hmm. is kind of seen as an eye. Stating that we have known about the the pineal gland for so long and now it's sort of just dubbed as this unknown organ in the middle of the head, you know, where previously I think that, um, these ancient cultures did did recognise that it was an important part of our body. And yeah. actually just recently they realised uh, in scientific research that DMT is actually produced by the third eye, which mm-hmm. is, you know, um, what's what you're um, getting involved with when you do ayahuasca ceremonies and getting into those more psychedelic realms or using yeah. psychedelic um, plant medicine to access those kind of spiritual realms so the pineal gland actually directly produces dmt which i thought was fascinating yeah we can self-produce it that's it mm. you become um when you have your um judah spencer talks about it where you have your elevated emotion mm. um with sending that into your body where it will create the dmt in that area mm. To bring to flood your body with that feeling yes. of um, you know the physicality that you're in the experience that you're wishing to have, mm-hmm. and, and I think people like chase it. Like over the years, I you know I've tried DMT in the past, and it was you know all wacky dacky, um, but it was short lived, and it was a great way to see okay, wow, so this is what it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I you know we do that now with our shamanic stuff. We go into the journeys, and you're producing that. Um, with the pineal gland and I'd say that um my concept of it years ago was like okay it's the third eye so I need to see I need to close my eyes there and I need to look out of the mm. eye but it's um it doesn't always work that way I mean you can you can experience things in the body because of the pineal gland so you can mm. feel sensations through your body you can hear things you can um, feel a warmth or a cold and it's all controlled and produced in there mm. and as sort of this commandership within you that can um release it and then ex- let your body experience it whatever way it's going to experience it mm. um, which is obviously individual for everyone but yeah there's that sort of um <clears throat> attack of the pineal gland you know the calcification mm. of it like we were saying about the fluoride um in the toothpaste and in mm. the water 
Um, and this is seen as a conspiracy theory um, aspect, but it's, you know, it's there. It's scientific. That yeah, I mean, I've been looking into that, that actually, and it's actually, it's actually a fact. You know, the, there is such thing as calcification of the pineal gland. It's mm. a medical condition. Um, doctors don't usually try to treat it because they don't believe that it has, that calcifying the pineal gland really has an impact apart from perhaps mm. interfering with um, sleep-wake cycles. But fluoride actually attracts calcium so that calcification of of um, anything in the body is usually um, triggered by fluoride or chlorine or there are other elements um, that do that as well but fluoride is the main um, magnetizer of calcium so that does cause that calcification and yeah it is interesting it's it is sort of seen as a conspiracy theory because our water is um, has fluoride added to it and we are all told to have you know, to use toothpaste with fluoride to protect our teeth. Yes, but the fluoridation of the water supply to me is um, is the worst part because, yeah, yes. and, and I, I've been living up in the country now for just over a year and I did have sort of a major awakening around the time that I moved up here or soon after. And I do wonder if I'm drinking um, tank water now, I'm not, um, not drinking fluoridated water and we don't use... Um, toothpaste with fluoride but yeah it's interesting also to be out of those electromagnetic fields that can kind of interfere with your Mm. um, connection with with those energetic realms and yeah both those things I wonder if they have contributed in a way to well I definitely feel like I feel there's a process of it so you've got to think of your diet and lifestyle um environmental toxins um and the fluoride is a big contributor I know when my third eye was clearing there was a lot of um, like I would have, like I said, do Reiki or there was other methods I was using and I would always have these tears come out of my eyes, but there was no emotion attached to it. So mm. it's almost like this um, now because I look back, I associate it with that. It was this um, releasing of information that was held there. And isn't it interesting that that came out in the form of liquid and of water? And, mm. um, mm. you know, because our water is so effective, we've been drinking um, filtered water for years and, the, and none of the toothpaste. So it was always a, a process of um, it's like when you clear something and it's it's just gradually, gradually getting cleared. And it just mm. took the point of mind, all the buildup. And then it just all came out at once. And it was just like, why is all these tears here? Like I'm not mm. even, wasn't crying. It was just liquid. Because mm. um, in a spiritual sense, and going back to thousands and thousands of years, the water carries information. So we have real access to enhance our DNA through mm. water, through mm. pure water, spring water. Um, obviously the oceans are polluted as well with all this, you know, industry that we have brought in in the, um, industrial age onwards um, but the when we're having that clear pure water that connection to the pineal gland is is accessing our information mm, which mm. is then enhancing our intuition mm. so you're given this sort of cyclical process of uh, filling yourself up and this ties in with all the high frequency foods as well and water mm. doesn't just come in the form of water it's in your fruits it's in yes. vegetables so you can consume it in other ways where they're because the plants have consumed it and obviously you're one going to go with organic and um, high quality fruit and mm. veg if you grow your own um, but the the information in there is then bringing into your spiritual body 
mm. uh, further information that is right for you at this time. So when you start to think, you start to think I'm, I'm, I'm knowing more things or I sort of know the answer to that. And it's a wee bit freaky at first because it would be things that you never knew, but you're, you're unlocking the code within yourself mm. to get the information that's already there, that's already mm. been programmed. Like our bodies are so amazing, not just physically, the energetic, emotional and the spiritual bodies. There, there is so much contained that we we are unaware of and we're unable to unlock. But when mm. you tune into the intuition, you're almost giving yourself that um, go ahead, that green light to say, right, okay, okay, I'm open, I'm open to more. Give me mm. more. I want to know more. And it's um, and it will always be like the right pace that is is correct for someone. Like you know, when it happens, it's never like, oh my god, like if I, I was this way yesterday and I'm going to be another way tomorrow. Like who am I going to be? It's gonna it's gonna happen in a way that is right for your soul on a soul level. Mm. Um, and that's just you know, this is why I said before, like how far do you want to go with it with your intuition? Mm. How far mm. do you want to enhance it, access it, live by it? Um, mm. Um, just have this partnership with it as you walk mm. through life. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, so, so funny that there's a, a, a part of it as well. When I hear anything like that, where they say, we don't know what the function is. It's always mm. delicious to me. There's always <laughs> an important function that. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. Oh God. And you know, you can do your um, other ways to access information on it away from scientific counsel. Um but you could go around for you could go on for years about that about how you know people are i love like i read a really good book on um, dmt and they were giving it to people but then knowing what it's done to the body it was now the whole book was about outsourcing it when really you could mm. go to yourself and it's that's right there. and that's the difference i think between using um you know like using those substances like taking dmt directly or um, you know, taking acid or mushrooms or, you know, all those things are great to access those realms. But the ultimate work really, the ultimate spiritual work comes in, um, they're sort of like sneak previews to me of what you can get to on your own, you know, if you want to do the work. Mm. And then if you're honing all those tools, like, you know, if you're really building up that organ and you're using your pineal gland, you know, then like I think you said, things start growing and um, and you start to use those things more and then you can um, – you know, the intuition can really become a really, really important guide. You know, you, you will never question anything that you're no, doing if you no. can trust yourself on that level. And I think it is about trusting yourself because if your intuition is there and you're going against it, like I said before, you're not trusting your inner self and no. your higher self really I think is what the intuition to me is the language really of the higher self. It's the way that it yeah. speaks to us directly and it can speak in all kinds of funny ways, you know, I, I also think that it's it's very important to have that connection with the synchronicities and they often will happen through nature mm. and even just noticing the beauty of nature and the miracle of nature and even a, a flower growing or, you know, if you, if you stop and look around at the world and you see that beauty of nature and you can connect with that, I often find that those intuitive signs come through that, come through nature. Mm. They come through animals, animals. Um, you know, I was sitting outside on the deck last night and I was, you know, after I'd looked into this intuition um, info because I knew we were doing the podcast today, I was sitting on the deck. It was quite late. It was really dark and it was really cold and I was thinking, oh, just playing around, you know, with the universe. Oh, give me a little sign, you know, give something out there. Give me a little sign. And this cricket just started chirping like crazy, you know, wow. like in the tree, wow. not the tree closest to me, but it was sort of pretty close and it was very loud. And I just, again, just started laughing, thinking, 
Yep. I don't know. I think if you're connected and you trust it, it will appear like yeah, and and that is a big, big lesson: trusting in, trusting in something inside of you. Because again, you go out to all these other things around you, and um, it's so funny um, that you know we have this capability there, but mm. we're also standing in our own way off it. Like this is yes. what I used to get from the guides all the time when I was first going through things. They were like, "You're standing in your own way. You're standing in your way." I was like, mm-hmm. "Not standing in my own way." Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, but I look back, it bloody was. Uh, but it's just trust is a big part we've, we've there's so many dents in our relationship with ourselves throughout life that mm. you know it comes to a point where you just think I'm just going to do what's easiest to get me through sometimes yeah um, and the trust is a really difficult part to turn around and first of all admit too that you you know you're oh you don't trust that about yourself like mm. it's quite a big thing because you know you're here living your life or you're the creator of your own life and you're not trusting yourself yeah well how are you living yeah. if you're not trusting yourself it's not yeah yeah and it's a big um it's a big journey to get through on it I do it with um I was doing it yesterday I was um at work with the Pilates and I was um doing the back bends with people and I was saying you just got to trust yourself when you're doing it like you can't mm. like that as soon as that um voice creeps in where um, you say I can't I can't and you, you that's just it's such a stop such a such a block um, yeah barrier yeah the mm. things like the can't like I've even said to the kids like we're not going to say that in our family anymore we don't say can't mm. you say I can and even if you don't think you can you still say I can mm. because it's going to get you further than that can't like oh I'll say, try at least <laughs> yeah like well can is good because can you just say well I can't that's it yes. yeah yeah you trust it and you know yes. it. yeah yes. yeah and it's like you as soon as you say that it's almost like you're saying to your intuition I'm here yeah good all right let's do this together mm. let's mm, you, know, mm. you and I work in harmony together even if you don't fully believe it when using your words at times because you know our words are powerful and isn't it funny as well um I was thinking about that because intuition it's been sort of um, subdivided into these topics and into mm. different ways because any of these words that have significance and importance and power are always manipulated into other sort of avenues that you mm. get confused about it and you get confused like, did I? Is that my Because it's all into gut feeling or I knew this or that inner knowing. It's like really boils down to just do you, do you feel like you know and that's mm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, when choosing the words um, with intuition, you know, it's you're using language as a tool alongside it, not just mm. like a, a sensual feeling. Um, using those words that are um, positive and uplifting and beneficial, uh, you're going to get more and more guidance because you're then working with your energy that you can bring to your higher self, how you mm. connect yourself closer and closer to that higher being. Mm. And it's not to say, you know, in your day-to-day life, like we're all busy, we've all got lives going on. You don't need to do this every second of the day, but certainly when times get really overwhelming and mm. you're just, you know, you're there on your own or you're just feeling really low, it's a great way to tune in and know that something there has got your back for you and is mm. wanting the best for you as well. Mm. And you mm. can just access it. You can just sit there with a yes, no question. Like I send you, I say to clients, like when they first come away after they've had a healing and I'm like, you should really, a good thing to tune into your intuition. And I say to them, so the best thing to do is to start and say, like, is my name 
um, Louise and your body will give you, you just stop, you hold your body, you can put your hand, your heart, your belly, or sometimes you can hold your head mm. and you'll get like an answer. And it's like a feeling, usually it's a vibration of, hmm, yeah, it's nice. And you say, is my name Paula? And it will feel instantly different wherever you're holding. Mm. And your intuition is giving you the yes as your name. Whereas the, you know, you're trying something else, give me a note and you can just use that then in day to day life. Like I do it when I'm driving, like I have the same, I go to the same space, like I go to my studio and then I'm back at home. So I, there's a different few ways of going when I go home and I'll just let my intuition guide me with what way I should go. And it's always normally to avoid the roadworks and the traffic because, you know, it's mm, mm. that way. Like, um, and it will always give me the right way. And it's just mm. small things like that, you know, for an easy life, do it. Just yeah, see, it's funny. It. I think there's that, that you've just brought up a good distinction there, though, because you're you're talking as well about honing more of an active intuition. So directly asking a question, mm. um, you know, and using your intuition that way. And that's um, that's a really interesting thing to try. And I to me, intuition is is definitely more intuition comes to me completely randomly and it will come to me often if you're going through you know, a big situation in your life and you're needing guidance. I will get those signs randomly throughout the day or the week or the weeks or the months mm. um, without directly asking, if you know what I mean. So I think there's sort of that, there's that active intuition and there's the more, I guess you could call it like passive intuition, which yeah. is definitely um, definitely what I experience a lot of. And I, and I think it has this kind of spiral effect. Once it gets started and you listen and you follow it, you have the synchronicity, then you have another intuition. It just gets bigger and bigger and you just, you can, it's unstoppable once it starts. Yes. It Which is, is sort of reassuring that it's that it's actually happening. Mm. And it's always right for where you are, where you're at. It's never like it's when we talk about the higher self and then the egos there, like we've got the ego, we've got the higher self and an ego is protective and it's there and we can't get rid of it. We don't want to um, not live by it at all. But the higher self, non-judgmental, they're for your highest good mm. in any path. Like there's no there's no wrongness with it you know there's no darkness to it or any side of that whatever is coming through is completely right for you Mm. and it's it's it is it's the trust it's the surrendering to it as well so often Mm. at times the ego's wanting to hold on and protect and tell you no look you've always done it this way let's do it this way let's Mm. go there but you've got to surrender to that and say okay thank you for you know what you're offering Mm. but I'm going to go in another path and that Mm. can be a big step too. It can. It is a big step, I think, to get it started, particularly if it's something big. It's not sort of um, just a general feeling, you know, that you might get randomly. If you're actually, if if it is a big decision or it's something really important in your life, it can be hard to go against what you've always done and follow, you know, the opposite. But But, it it is interesting that the high, I think the higher self, is the intuition speaking to us, like I said before. And then like you just brought up, the ego is what will be battling against that. Mm-hmm. And to me, I found the most important part of meditation to me is when you have those thoughts coming up that are coming into your head, they are often um, egoic thoughts. Mm-hmm. And there are there are also other thoughts or um, thoughts that are coming from a different place, which are your higher self. And I think through meditation, that's a really good way of even just noticing your thoughts um, it's a good way to distinguish between where is the voice coming from? Is it coming from, you know, the heart space or the higher self or is it, you know, your ego coming in to kind of 
mm. um, block you or yes. um, force you to go in the safe way or the way that you've always known. So I think meditation is another really good tool, you know, just 10 minutes um, a day or whatever you can spare, just yes. noticing the thoughts that are, that are coming no, up. And yes. you can start to distinguish quite easily and quickly, you know, where where that guidance is coming yes, from. Yes, it'll always the ego will always be up there sitting in the mind, but the higher self will come to you and it'll be all over your body. Like you'll get a tingling in your toe. That's not mm. going to be your ego telling you to walk forward. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's higher self saying, move that foot, you know. Um and in meditation it is a great way to balance that out and see for you then to take that practice away for the rest of your day or for the moments after you come away from meditation because then you're just more aware of it and and like I don't know there's been there was a whole thing around maybe a year a couple of years ago about death of the ego and we've got to kill the ego off and you've got to do this that and the other but the ego is there to help you out too so mm. put in that sense and and just you know be playful with it too and saying to it yeah I know you're there giving me these thoughts but I'm just gonna have a wee talk to the other side or I want to mm. listen to what that's saying or I'm gonna feel that or and you can do that in this way you know you're standing there talking to yourself you're sitting there talking to yourself but it's fine like you can have this it's not you going crazy in your own body you can have that relationship where you might need to vocalize it you can say it in your head without you know using words and you can just use feelings but it's a good way to just talk like I do it all the time I'm just there talking to myself going should I go that way or should I go there mm. um should like my, my husband a few um weeks ago when all the crypto was crashing and he was like oh it's a great time to get jump in on this why don't we get it and I just put my hand in my belly and it was like no no don't no don't and I was like mm. no no like we're not going to go there and he's like just stick a few things in, stick a bit of money in it and I was like no like my intuition saying no yeah so um, and Lua can save you a lot of time and research you I know. know it's very practical to be able to like, get those I'm immediate go answers all these charts and bull and berries and all <laughs> uh, and lo and behold it just crashed and lost the money but um yeah it's you know it's there if you want to like I, I, I'll sit there talking to myself and do it and, and it's beyond that point of thinking oh I'm, I'm crazy I'm having these conversations in my head but I'm getting good um good good advice and I'm getting um mm. benefits from using it as well so why wouldn't you so it's almost like taking that boundary away of oh god you know I feel a bit weird about this mm. um just drop it like spend that time with yourself and see what feels normal to you whether mm. it feels like you're going to get it in your heart like some people I know they they just feel this sort of <gasps> you know, like a uplift feeling of oof, warmth in the chest or mm. like a kick in the belly, like a little kick, like a tiny jump or something. Um, and just know that that's your way, that's your sign. And everyone's different. Everyone will have different ways of knowing. Like for some people, it might be every time they see a butterfly, they know that there's whatever the thought they've had there is the right mm. thought. And like you say, I can go back to nature a lot because that is um, sources ultimate connection to us to provide yes. information it can happen in technology too so it can happen mm. on your phone if you lift your phone and you get a random message for someone um and it can happen through where you drive like say your car for some reason there's traffic and you have to turn a different way and you walk down a different street or drive a different street and you see something and there's like synchronicities for you happening there mm. um but it can be all self-led. It doesn't need to be uh, um, a, a, a pull and, you know, you're going against it. It's a dance. You can mm. just be in rhythm with it. And, and I think the ultimate point is, yeah, that we're all, we are all connected. So it is 
in actual fact, it it's not really a that thing and us. You know, we are all connected, and it's just the yeah. you know the link between us of those symbols and signs. Um, it's just a matter of reading them, really. I think, and being sensitive to them. Yes. Um, instead of sort of living in the physical world, is sort of noticing those synchronicities and and they're um, open. They're open to the interpretation too. Like they're never. Um, set in stone like I had a book from ages ago about the numbers because I get numbers everywhere it's always angels and guides talking to me and giving me numbers mm-hmm. and there they would say like okay so you're getting this number this is what that means but that doesn't mean that that's for you like if you see the number two two everywhere and that's saying um oh that that means that 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 your angels are telling you to stop and look at a tree and hug the tree like you know that's fine that's one definition but if you feel deeper even more that that means no I feel like I need to communicate something here or Mm. I need to um go out and um go for a run that could be what that means for you like there's Mm -hmm. no you don't have to sit and google all this because then you're just going away from what you're actually trying to tune into Um, For me, it's always when I see the numbers or when I see a sign, like you said, if you see a butterfly or, you know, everybody has their own personal things that they connect to. Mm -hmm. I always find when I see those things that it doesn't even really have any meaning to me. It's more, so it's interesting that you you say that. I hadn't thought about that before, you know, that it might be giving you different meanings. To me, it always just means you're on the right path. Yeah. You've done all the right things to get you to this point. And you feel this safety and security in that, that reassurance. It's like a little, to me, it's a little, a little pat on the back. Like, yep, you're all good. High five. (laughs) High five. And yeah, on that note, years ago in this metaphysics mastery course I did, we learned about intuition and what happens when you ignore it. Mm. And like you said before, we are here to learn specific lessons. And if you, you know, subscribe to that theory that we are all here and to learn different lessons in different lives, then your intuition can actually be there to really push you in the right direction to be able to learn that lesson, you know, and achieve it and Mm -hmm. jump to the next life. And in the Metaphysics Mastery course, they had uh, a saying called the butterfly, the bird and the elephant. So often your intuition will come, it will be something mild, you know, a little you know, a little whisper in your ear, you know, oh, you know, go that way, go that way. Mm. Um, and, you know, if you ignore that, you'll often then get a bird, you know, something a little larger will come along or it could be an actual sign or it could be, you know, you lost your job or it, it could be anything really. But it's yeah. something a little larger that makes you think, oh, that same that same um, inkling I had before, you know, that I ignored, it's come back and it's a bit stronger this time, you know. Um, mm. And then if you're not following it that that second time with the bird, you'll often get an elephant. So <laughs> something will actually come Thanks. and, you know, run you over <laughs> with this lesson and you know it'll smack you in the face or oh, yes. and, and it often won't be something you know positive it will be something really shaking you weren't listening before you have to listen to um whatever you want to call it intuition you know like you said is is just a a word but it, it's that inner knowing and that immediacy of knowing that you have to go a certain decision yeah. and the universe has this kind of funny way this butterfly bird and the elephant I always remembered it because it's true um I, I have experienced those those things and so now the the goal is to listen when the butterfly comes you know yes. so you don't have to get to the elephant and that's you know how I try to live my life now listening yes. to those smaller signs and then kind of knowing that you can't go wrong and then having the synchronicity as that kind of reward or seeing those numbers on the clock or um, yeah. You know, seeing that particular bird that you always see at a in a random spot where you don't normally see it, it's like yes, okay, everything's cool. Um, it's sort of a nice, it's a nice um, way to live your life, and it gives life meaning. 
and it's sort of it's beautiful too it is it is and that's like but even for that um i would say there the, even the shadow side of things then you can go to that and say okay i know that was right for me because i find that um when you're when you're moving through life and you're getting your lessons and you've come here what you chose to come and you can look at things and think why did that happen to me like why why is that mm. but it is all for your expansion and growth and um when you're in tune with your intuition you realize that a lot quicker without mm. having to have the hindsight without having to say uh, a year later ah I get why that happened look where I am now yes you can do it while you're in it and you can be then comforted by it because in those times where it is really hard and you know you're running out of options with all your tools um you can just come to yourself and this is the point where you don't really need to go seeking and that you know you're halting the process by doing that you're holding Mm. things up by doing that it's almost like as soon as you're in that tricky or heavy or awkward or whatever way it feels situation the quicker you say I surrender to this um because something in you is saying okay I get it it's my lesson it's Mm. like the next day it's like everything's been lifted and changed Mm. um but the 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 tuning into that side it's it's you know you got to hone in on it and you've got to make it that it's like a muscle that you go to and you use that's right um, and you use daily and just we daily practices like testing yourself on things. Should I go left or right? Ask it and just see how quick you can get with it. Mm. Um, and the kids are another way. Like we always go back to this, but the kids are just so, so intuitive mm. and they'll know, like, let them lead the way sometimes. I let totally agree. Yeah. Go forth and direct how your day is going to be or mm um even in their own sense you know just not dampening it on them and telling them like if they were like right if they're wrong about something or if you feel that you know better than them maybe take a step back and look at it and see see are you operating there from an old program of parents know best adults Mm. are better Mm. rather than actually these kids are really in tune with their own guidance and their own mm. intuition of how their life should be and it ties in even what we were saying with the sovereignty part because it's down to their foods how they want to live what they who they want to play with mm. how they want to structure their day like you don't have to run here there and everywhere with your kids like if they feel tired they're just going to sit down and read a book or play mm. lego or you know have their quiet times yeah um, letting them be guided by their own need. intuition yeah. yeah yeah they know it they know what's right yeah, and they are the least programmed humans on the planet, really. They're so young yeah. and particularly if they have um, super cool mums like you and I, Lou. <laughs> Just joking. <laughs> there, there is, you know, the to be letting them be guided by that and not um, – they're not programmed, so their intuition is often stronger than ours. Yes. And then we get to use that as our superpower when they're older. We'd be like, yes. I don't know what to do. Yes. Tell me. Give me your wisdom. Give me your knowledge. And use them as little tools. <laughs> yeah, break, break it down for them. But I do it with kids more and more pushing in to see um, what their sort of wisdom is here to share with me mm. through their intuition and through that side and it's not something we do every day it's not like I sit down and we have this practice of mm-hmm. um, right kids this is what we're going to do you know just in, in small ways saying to them you know again questions how do you feel what's what what do you think about that like oh what do you think when it's um when the weather's like this what way does that make you feel like mm. what way do you want to do things you know because they can be um more in tune with a natural way of living too yes in a city Mm-hmm. um because you were saying before about these electromagnetic fields and um the food that we eat and the 
the toxins we have around us, but the kids, they're at that minimal level of the input from there. So mm. they're more in that natural state of um, existing with their intuition without mm. interruptions as well. I think um, it's really cool to ask the kids, you know, what they want to do too, even just as a small thing. You know, often parents will wake up and say, okay, today we're going mm-hmm. to the park. Then after that, we'll go up to Woolworths and then we've got a play date this afternoon or then you've yeah. got soccer, this or that. And you can be kind of overscheduled in that way or even just run, you know, parent-led activities. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool, you know, if you have a free weekend to say, you know, and it sounds silly, but what do you guys want to do today, you know? And yeah. um, often my daughter will want to go to a particular picnic spot or, you know, maybe something magical will happen there and she she mm-hmm. knows about it and we don't. So it's sort of nice to be to be guided by them even as a family yeah, in terms of that. what you do or um you know where the kids want to go not so much indulging them in in what they want to no, do but letting them be it. yeah yeah you guided did, by it's a fine it. balance because we do it and we got to the point like we took the kids away the other week and we stayed away overnight and then you know we parent wise we just didn't get what we wanted out of it so we're heading away this weekend and we had a chat and we were like look we really need to let the kids know that the daytimes are family and kids and night times are going to be adult times so we actually mm. feel like we have a holiday too yeah you need the time <laughs> yeah so kids take your intuition to bed and <laughs> yeah you're see have you in the morning <laughs> yeah yeah go do what you want with that um but yeah that's the part two we're just always learning alongside them to how far to let it be encouraged while still living within this realm and also like I'm a big fan of um letting the kids lessons like I don't see it as a sense of a way that I need to um jump on them and say right well they wanted to do that they wanted to be there they wanted to do that and something happened to them that's it well I think well that's part of their lessons in their life that they've come here to learn and they've come Mm. they chose us as parents because we have that concept of yes we're great and you can you know have these times where some days you'll do that but other days we're going to go no it's not the way that we Mm. want to do this today Mm. this is striking the balance between that way of living and which we're constantly trying to do balance Mm. is one of my big things at the minute I just I know when you're a liberan as well so got the scales going there yeah it's just forefront of everything um but yeah winding it up on um intuition basically it's there guys it's accessible um like most things we would talk about there's you know you don't need to go and do a retreat you don't need to go and um learn how to be in touch with it you just sit there with yourself and Mm. tune in and the more that you tune in the higher connection you're going to get. And trust it too. I think that's also such an important thing is that twofold, recognising it and then trusting it. They're the two kind of things to practice. Embrace the scariness. The scariness is part of your expansion and your growth. So take the lesson that, yes, it's scary in this moment, but in, you know, tomorrow, next week, the next day, you're going to feel even better for it. Totally. Mm. Right. I think on that note, we're done. Okay, so nice to talk to you again, Lou. You too, girl. And I hope you go and have a nice day following your intuition. Yeah. Enjoy, you too. Let's do it. See you, babe. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.